are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Open your Bible, please, 2 Timothy chapter 4, chapter 4, 2 Timothy. Hold that, if you will, in your hands just for a moment's time. 2 Timothy chapter 4. And now while you're holding that, let me read to you from the Word of God. In another portion of the Word of God, I want you to turn to it. And it came to pass when the Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, and on and on. But God led the people about. He led them about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. God led the people about. Hold that if you only line. Now look back to Second Timothy and chapter 4, beginning at verse 7, verse 6. But watch out all things... Endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Endure afflictions. For I'm now ready to be offered in the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth I later with me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me of that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Now hold that, if you will, please, in your mind. The portion read in Exodus chapter 13, Exodus 13, and this in Second Timothy. I saw a little poem somewhere that had the following words. Listen to it. We climbed the heights by the zigzag path and understood why until we understood it was made zigzag to break the force of the hill. A road straight up would prove too steep for the traveler's feet to tread. The thought was kind in his wild design of a zigzag path instead. It is often so in our daily life we fail to understand that the twisting way our feet must tread by love alone was planned. Then murmur not at the winding way. It is our Father's will to lead us home by the zigzag path to break the force of the hill. Now what's he saying and what's the word of God saying to us? The zigzag path, the zigzag road is God's way. Joseph Parker had this to say, listen to it. History and experience seem to point to the fact that God's line for us is not usually a straight line, but a winding zigzag path. I want you to keep that in your mind. I have a reason for giving it to this church and to you people because I think you need it. I think you need to understand something. There is a little difference. The way to heaven is a straight way. But along the way there, the zigzag path, there's a zigzag path that you have to take. That was the chosen way for Israel and for Moses. To the promised land. Get your map out and see what they did for 40 years. Until finally they arrived. Moses lived 120 years. The first 40 years from his birth until his flight in the Midian as Pharaoh's son. And Moses learned how to be somebody. The second 40 years of his life from the flight in the Midian to the Exodus, he learned how to be nobody. And the third 40 years from the Exodus to his death, he learned that God was everybody. 
And he spoke to God face to face. After 120 years, God called him to home. He died. God was his undertaker. Think that one through. And the story of Moses. But he traveled a zigzag path, going where God wanted to go, but there were turns in the road. Again, David had a zigzag path, a zigzag road. From the sheepfold, he became the famous king of Israel. But read his story. Never a straight line. There were ups and downs. There were sorrows, heartaches, pain, suffering. Read it. In his family, in his own life. And this is David's story. Read the psalm and you'll see that in the psalms, all the way through, this matter of the turning of the way, zigzag. Paul had a zigzag road. First a rabbi, a rabbi leader of the Jews, persecuted Christians, then his conversion. And the rest of the story was a series of variations of heartaches and joy and blessings and persecution from man. But this was it, the zigzag road. His head was severed from his body. He died for his Savior, the great Apostle Paul. Now, I want you to keep it in your mind. The zigzag road. This will help you. Number one, the zigzag road is a way of his appointment. God calls men. He says, come follow me. He called Peter, Andrew, James, and John. He called them from their job of fishing. And now they follow Jesus. But a zigzag road for all of them, suffering. He didn't promise ease and comfort and fortune and freedom from pain. In the Sermon on the Mount, we're pointing out the sufferings will come to all of us. The world will hate you. There will be persecution. Men will oppose you. But the Christian walks on. In opposition to the world, the flesh, and the devil. It goes on, straight on. Zigzag it may be at times. Don't try to escape it. Don't be bitter. Don't complain. Don't quit. We can't understand all things, but we can say, Father, thy will be done. Now, Paul had his sufferings. Read in Second Corinthians 11. The great sufferings of the apostle. Read in Second Corinthians 12, the sufferings of the apostle. How much he suffered for the sake of the Lord, that he might do the will of God. But he said, I will glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And again he said, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. The zigzag road. Now, understand it all? No, you don't. You don't understand it all. But God has his own way of working with us. I don't understand it. Tim Lee, for example. Tim Lee lost his legs. Confined to a wheelchair. A mighty preacher. Understand all of that? No, no. I believe it in God's hand. I knew a man named Chester Swore years ago, a Ph.D., a teacher at Mississippi State University, a great man of God. Chester Swore, he preached here in Chattanooga. Body twisted, twisted, I mean twisted. His legs, his arms twisted. He walked at, at, a, at an angle and could not even stand straight. But a mighty preacher of the gospel. Understand that? I don't. I read this word, Fanny Crosby, blind. And I think of the zigzag road, for one, of her faith. I think of our graduate dying on April 8th, Ray Katoji, 
I don't understand that. I don't understand that for a year, almost a year, he suffered. Hospitals, everything in the world. Then went home to be with God. Now, don't question the way of God's appointment. You may be here tonight, uh, this morning, and there's some sufferings that you're enduring. There's some trials that you're facing. There may be the lack of money. There may be something that's hard to understand, but this is God's way of using you. I don't understand it all, but leave it in God's hands. When I lost my voice some years ago, for a solid year I didn't preach. Dr. Faulkner preached. I sat on the platform. My record in the book of my work is almost empty for a year's time. But wait a minute. I accepted that as God's appointment. I didn't like it. I didn't want it. But there it was. His appointment for me. Understand all of that? No, you don't understand yours. But remember, God has his way. And the zigzag path may be God's way for you. You see, God could have kept Daniel out of the lion's den. He could have kept Paul and Silas out of jail. He could have kept the three Hebrew children out of the fiery furnace. But he didn't. But he didn't. He let them come to these hard places, but remember, he was with them all of the way. They came out victorious. He was with them all of the way. The way of his appointment. Let's take number two. The zigzag road. The way of adventure. The way of adventure. The uncertainty of life. Boost not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Proverbs 27, 1. Whereas you know not what should be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth a little while, and then vanisheth away. James 4, 14. The way of adventure. We don't know what's coming tomorrow. Sorrow, tears, misunderstanding, loneliness, black midnight hours, we don't know. But you leave that in God's hands. And you simply say, the Lord is with me, and I'm with him, and I'm on the way of adventure, serving God, living for God with all of my heart. And he has promised that he'll never leave you and never forsake you. Elmer Mercer wrote these words, each step I take, my Savior goes before me. And with his loving hand, he leads the way. And with each breath, I whisper, I adore thee. Oh, what joy to walk with him each day. Charles Sheldon wrote a book called In His Steps. A strange, interesting book. You should read it. Criticized by some as you read it anyway. In His Steps. That again deals with the same thing. And the matter of God's leading us and the adventure walking in his steps. Now, what is the secret of this way, the way we're taking? It's the walk by faith. Paul said, for we walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. In Hebrews 11, we have the faith chapter. And the people of Hebrews 11 traveled a zigzag road. Read it all the way through. Every one of them. Mighty men and women of God. And yet it was a zigzag Crooked road, one step at a time, one step at a time. The adventure of that way. Just a few hours ago, over on this side of the auditorium, sat a man in a wheelchair. By his side was his wife, sitting in the chair. That was Michael Warburton. His wife is Frances. 
Frances Woods was the head nurse of Campbell's Clinic. She came to me. She said, I want to be a missionary. She came to Tennessee Temple and graduated. Are you listening? She went to Africa. Dr. Campbell got mad. He called me into his office and said, don't let her go. I want her. She's a nurse. She's my nurse. I said, sir, I have nothing to do with it. She's on her way to Africa, and she went. In Africa, she met a young man named Michael Warburton. He was employed by the British government. They got married. They were happy together. She was a missionary. He worked for the government. One morning, she rose to get breakfast. She called him and said, Mike, breakfast is ready. No answer. Mike, breakfast is ready. No answer. She went back to the room, the little thatch roof cabin where they lived. He said, honey, I can't move. I can't move. My legs are paralyzed. She did all she could, then rushed him to the hospital. Then he brought him to London. He spent months in a London hospital, no better, paralyzed, waist down. Then they came to Chattanooga back home. They rented the house that was right next to our home here on Bailey Avenue. We put the ramp way for them to go up, push that ramp up there for Mike to go up the ramp. There they were. Understand it all, no. But one day I'm walking down the street, you, uh, Orchard Knob, and down the sidewalk came Michael Warburton in the wheelchair, about 60 miles an hour. I mean fast. He did that. And he rushed up to me. You know what he said? He said, I've been called to be a missionary. And I said what you would say. I said, Mike, it's impossible. You can't be a missionary. You can't even walk. He said, Brother Robertson, I've been called to be a missionary. I said, well, Mike, I don't know. He said, I'm going to do what God says. My dear friend, he did. He went to Africa. Mr. and Mrs. Warburton, he did a mighty work. He's still doing it today. At this time, he's still doing it. In Africa, in England, paralyzed. Understand that? I don't understand that. But I want you to know that they made of their lives an adventure. And they rejoiced in the Lord. And on that wheelchair, he's still going. Still, this last week, sitting right there. Now, my dear friend, you have to face things. And there is the adventure of the way that God gives us. It may not be pleasant to us physically nor mentally, but we trust God and go ahead. Adventure. The adventure of faith. Accept it. Accept it. This is God's way. Don't ask for guarantees of anything. Just simply say, Lord, I'm ready to go. This is his way. Adjust yourself to it. Whatever it may be, you dear young people, mothers and dads, some of you having difficulties, physical difficulties, mental difficulties, you adjust yourself to it and say, Lord, I'm with you. I'm going with the Lord. I'm traveling with God. Again, rejoice in it. That's what Paul did in Philippians. He said, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I'll say rejoice. Adventure, the adventure of God's way. The adventure of the zigzag road. The appointment of it and the adventure of it. We've got to see it. Now what I'm saying, keep God in the center of your life. I care not who you are, how young you are, how old you are, how well you may be, how sick you may be. I don't care what you are, how rich you are, how poor. It doesn't make a difference to me. But you keep God in the center of your life.
Keep God in the center of your life. And say, dear Lord, lead me on. I'm following. I want to do your will for my life. And I surrender myself to you day by day. There's a story about a filling station up in New Hampshire. Has on the wall of that little filling station a picture. A picture. A strange picture. It's a picture of, of, of a man repairing a, an automobile, a car, an old car. He has the thing about torn down. He's got the fenders off and the rods are taken out of it. and He's down underneath of it working on some of it and doing it best with a car torn to pieces. And a friend of his comes up, so the picture illustrates, and bends over to speak to his friend who is on the ground on the floor looking up at that old car working on. He said, Scotty, I found out of trouble. I know what's wrong. He said, no gas. Now that's a little sign on the building station. You can see the point, can't you? But wait a minute. You know what the trouble with most people is? Not no gas, but no God. They've left God out. And you walk with the Lord daily and say, Lord, I want your will to be done. Now I come to my third thought. The way of accomplishment. We talked about adventure, appointment. Now the way of accomplishment. You follow him in the darkest hours that come. I mean, keep on following. Just follow the Lord. Whatever happens, however you may feel, just keep on following. Say, Lord, I'm with you. I want to go your way. Moses followed God. Easy for him? No, it was hard. Moses was a great man. Perhaps one of the greatest the world ever known. And yet Moses followed God. Forty years of wanderings. Forty years, forty years. The zigzag road. And acclaimed one of the world's great men. Paul followed the Lord. His conversion, Acts 9. And then the things that happened at once. And went on his way. Peter followed the Lord. First Peter 2.21 For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. A zigzag road, surely. Now these are the things that happen. And this is the way. And you're to go God's way. And when you go God's way, then God will lead you to the accomplishment of his will, the doing of his purpose for your life, and the, re and the reaching of people for Christ and for salvation if you let God have his way with you. Now, God's way is the right way. God's way is a holy way. God's way is a fruitful way. God's way is a rewarding way. The walk of faith brings joy. Walk in God's way. Understand it all? No. You leave it in God's hands. Say, Father, thy will be done. Whatever it may be, I want the will of God to be done in my life. Have you in my pocket this morning? An envelope handed me a moment ago for Camp Joy from a dear man of this church. Today's suffering. I mean, in, in sore, tra tragic suffering. And uh, he'd like to be here sitting here with you. He'd like to be ushering in the aisle where he used to work. He'd like to be. But wait a minute. I don't understand it. That's in God's hands. And you simply say, I'm going God's way. I'm going to walk by faith no matter what happens. I'm going to trust God every single step of the way. Now, I can go back to the day when Christ saved me as a boy of 14. I didn't know what it was all about. But my, what adventure. What things have happened during all of these years. But it all began the day that I put my faith in Christ. Again, the day that I was called to serve him, 
18 years of age, sitting in the church, and I heard the voice of God speak to me in my own heart. I want you. And I surrendered. I've never changed from that day of 18 to 81. I held that call of God, and God's never failed. He'll call you to speak to your heart this morning. Do what God says. And then I think also of my going to college. Not a penny of money, not a, not a dime, not a thing. But I said, God wants me to go. And I went, walked into the president's office and said, I'm here. I want a job. I'm staying. I'm not going home. I'm here for a purpose. And I stayed. Now, wait a minute. The matter of walking with God. Now, I could go on with that. You go on your life. I want to know God's way. I want God's guidance. I want His grace and His peace in the heart. God's way begins at the cross. When you receive Jesus Christ in your heart, that's when God begins working through you. And Christ dying for you. No shortcuts, no detours, but come to Him. Make Christ the very center of your life, the very center of your life. And say, Lord, this is it. I want to walk in this road, keeping Christ in the center, in the zigzag hour, in those hours of difficulty. Look to the supreme person, the Lord Jesus Christ. Secondly, have a steady faith in God. Never vary it. Faith in God when everything seems strange. Again, pray for a surging compassion for the souls of men. And seek ever to bring people to Christ. This is God's purpose and God's will for us. Now there's the road. And you take it and say, oh God, I'm ready. I want to follow you. I want to serve you. I want to do your will. There may be some problems, but I'll not change. My faith is fixed in God. I'm resting wholly and completely upon him. The zigzag road, though difficult for Moses and for Peter and Paul, and for all of us, can be a blessed time when you walk with God. Keep Christ in the center of your life. Receive Him as, if you're not saved, receive Him now as Savior, and then walk with Him daily. Daily. And whatever comes, whatever happens, it's all in the Lord's hand. I trust Him. He's my Savior. He's my God. I fear not. Let's bow in prayer. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, preachthebible.org. If you enjoy Christian music and programming, visit knvbc.com for Christian music you can trust.